Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamformradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos For here come the dreamers Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets Butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos Let us get to it and do it upright Welcome the dreamers with all of our Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting here in my family's lovely historic home overlooking the rolling New England fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination to join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. We'll unleash fresh jazz synergies as we explore the music and the dreams of our guest artists. So join us, because you never know. We just might touch a few of your dreams along the way. Welcome everyone into the barn. You're hearing the contemplative piano playing of Mr. John Funkhauser. Welcome back, John. Thanks. You have been here in iterations past. Yeah, many. A number of times. Such a treat to be back. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're back. Bumping into you on the street in Boston that day was such a great, like, little divine appointment there. Right, exactly. Um, It's beautiful. The first time I met you was when you were playing with Matt Savage, the young phenom pianist who actually was here at Dream Farm when he was like 14 years old playing, and then he he was in right. some concerts right. that we did, that we sponsored. And that's that why I got the like name Impresario. <laughs> <laughs> Someone dared to call me that. Um, it's actually a good word. Anyways, and so you came and you backed up Matt Savage on bass. Right. Right? Because yeah. John Funkhauser is a bass player and a pianist and a professor at Berkeley College of Music and a composer who writes in seven. <laughs> Many <Sometimes>. times. <laughs> and so you've been here with your own groups and bands and you're always writing and performing. So when I bumped into you in Boston, I was like, yes, come back, John, yeah, and yeah, bring right. us your latest. Yeah, so, so welcome back to the beautiful barn. thing. Yeah, and you know what's funny is mm-hmm. that I just recently played with Matt like twice this past week, Matt Savage, 
once in Curaçao, which is in the Netherlands Antilles, we, we were doing a benefit concert for an autism foundation down there. And we just, that was just last weekend. Oh my gosh. So what that a blast. was really cool. Yeah. Right. So it's wonderful to be still playing with Matt after all these years. And I, I started know. with him when he was eight years old and now he's in his twenties and I know, you know, we had a 15 year anniversary concert a few months ago and you know, it's recorded all like 20 thing. albums or something. 21 yeah, albums. Right, yeah. He's incredibly oh, prolific. Incredible. Yeah. Right. Well, and you he's are sounding too. wonderful these days. How many albums do you have to date? Oh, as leader, only four, but as a okay. sideman, maybe around 60 or 70. I've kind of lost count. Yeah, well, and more coming. That's why I wanted sure. to bring you here, because you're always <laughs> writing and doing new things. I was asking John, what did he want everybody to know? You know, this is where we drop the names, who we've all played for and what we've done. And really, I think um, when we talked about that, about your career, I think your music speaks for itself and the fact that you're continually working and growing musician in the Boston area, working with many people and continuing to to compose things that are um, always the next iteration of what's on your heart, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So you're bringing today a little bit more of a contemplative show and with yeah. pieces that have um, a thoughtful side to them, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of a yeah, a spiritual uh, bent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I, it's interesting because we said, what are you going to start off with? And you picked Shenandoah, which is, tell me how that works into the spiritual theme. Well, I, it's a little hard to put into words, but it's it's just, it's, a, it's an old favorite of mine. Uh, I, I, I was first exposed to this song singing in college. I sang in my college choir and we did a tour of Asia. And I have this vivid memory of getting off the plane, one of those long overnight flights and getting off the plane in Bali where we were having a, a, a layover and getting up. It was first thing the sun was just rising and we and the group all got together uh, and sang this song at sunrise. And it was just one of those incredible experiences and it's always stayed with me. And so, uh, you know, I, and then I recently recorded it with a singer named Anna Frida Abramson, uh, who's a, a Swedish singer. Um, and we did a record of Swedish and American folk songs. And um, so we chose O Shenandoah. And so that sort of brought it back to the, to the front of my mind. And, uh, you know, I just, I have a, such a, a kind of a special connection with that it's song. It's very plaintive. It's very visceral when you hear it. There's something in you that yeah. feels like you just have to go out and find a new... Right. Yeah. There's something about the territory. There's a traveling aspect to Mm -hmm. it. There's a, and then the river aspect is, you know, I don't know, there's something to me, it's sort of a, uh, like not in a totally concrete way, but just it's, it's a, it's a, it's a parable of a spiritual journey Mm. for me. Well, I'd love for you to play it live for us. So let me get out of the way, move my microphone and let's hear it. (laughs) Okay.
Well, John, you took us on a journey with that. And in this next segment coming up, you're going to take us on a 15-minute journey. And so I want you to set up this piece we're going to hear soon. So it's uh, the piece is called Raga Shri, which is the name of an Indian, North Indian Raga. Uh, and uh, the, I was my history with Indian music goes way back to when I was a student and was first exposed to it, took a class uh, and learned some about the music. And then I went to India not too long after that and uh, had some amazing experiences hearing, you know, great, great musicians doing this music. And the one of the things that appeals to me about it is is it's it hits you on so many different mm-hmm. levels but it's got this spiritual side it's got this very intricate mathematical side mm-hmm. it's got this very sort of romantic side it's got all of it uh you know in a similar way to say bach um you're interpreting and, it as a jazz musician too in this piece aren't you in some way right yeah so this is uh, i'm you know playing with my band uh but a a very uh jazz interpretation of it well we'll hear it next Thank you. 
This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back to Dream Farm Radio. I'm here with composer and pianist John Funkhauser, who's going to play this epic 15-minute piece that he's recording with his band. Quick, tell us where are we going to India again? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, at least it's you know, like I say, it was it, it's a it's a it's a jazz take on uh, Indian classical music, and I've been studying it pretty intensively recently, and you know, trying to get deeper into understanding how the music really ticks and what what makes it what it is and. Um, so this is my my take on you know what I know so far, and uh, I just find the music very you know contemplative and beautiful and uh, and also exciting and intricate and um, and so it you know it starts off really uh, very mellow and meditative and then gradually builds over fifteen minutes to a big climax at the end. If people were paying attention to our bumper, they heard a statement of the theme. That you played on the right. piano, right? Yeah, and the bit that I was playing before actually comes up uh, maybe five or six minutes into okay. it. Well, let's listen to Ragashri. Thank you. 
Wow. Who is playing with you on this? So that's my usual working band with, that I've been working with for years mm -hmm. now. And uh, what a treasure those guys are. They've, you know, we've traveled all over together and just had an incredible musical journey together. Learned a lot about music together. Uh, and, you know, we're just very lucky to have each other. Uh, at least I'm very lucky to have them. Well, you must in order <laughs> to pull off this kind of music together so seamlessly. Right. Tell me so, quickly about the influence of Indian music. Well, I just want to mention their names. It's Greg Loafman is playing bass, Mike Connors is on drums, and Phil Sargent is on guitar. Yeah, names are good. Yeah, yeah. You were saying in the 50s the Indian musicians first came to the United States and started recording. Right, yeah, and, and it sort of, uh, there was a big uh, explosion of interest in Indian music because it was so radical and different at that time, and so a lot of the jazz musicians got into them. Miles, Lest you think it's Coltrane. not related to jazz, everyone, it really is. I'm Julie, we're going to take a short break and be right back. This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. 
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Dream Farm Radio, and today in the barn with me is pianist, bassist, composer, and professor at Berklee College of Music, John Funkhauser. John, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. It's you know, wonderful to be here. We've a lot of your music into the first two segments um, with the explanation of that. Well, the, the journey of Shenandoah was, is a profound one. I mean, that we started the show off with that, and I, I, whenever I hear that, I think of someone going west but longing for what's back east, yeah, right? the yeah. Shenandoah River. Yeah. And then the journey of Ragashri, which is based on an Indian raga set. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's class, you know, for those of us in the inn, that's Indian <laughs> classical music that did influence a lot of jazz musicians and influenced you. Yeah, and a lot of classical musicians. Like, so, I mean, like there was, I was just saying briefly that it was the, the first Indian musicians to, to be recorded in the Westward, that was in the late 50s and all that got around the jazz community. And that was a big influence on people like Miles Davis mm-hmm. and John Coltrane and that whole crowd that was interested in modal music and it was sort of it gave them a, a bit of a template or an idea of what you could do for a long-range improvisation all on one mode and um and then also i think it was probably an influence on people like philip glass and steve reich mm-hmm. and the, the minimalist composers and um Can all, I all ask kinds you a question? Of, and then also a lot of rock musicians were you know like yeah. you know the beatles were into indian classical music you know remember george yeah. harrison was into studied but, with ravi shankar and, yeah that's so, right. So it sort of, you know, suddenly exploded in the, our sort of Western collective consciousness. Can you solve the, the riddle that I've always, my big question, can you tell me the difference between a, a mode and a scale? No, I don't okay, know. Okay, good. All right. Because they're, they <laughs> Actually, are. Actually, I teach it at school all the time, but but I still don't really know. A scale, like C it's not scale, a really clear... C major scale and mode. Yeah, right. uh, it's a pattern of notes that okay. takes you somewhere. Let's go with that. Uh, yeah, all right. So fine. there are these, these patterns out of India that really inf- inspired us. And so we've been doing this journey and, and weaving it around jazz sounds and so forth, which we do every week. And so I'm thinking about what's a journey about the song I'm going to do. It's a new, brand new song that I performed for the very first time with you. You know, we, we rehearsed it and we're going to do it together now. Yeah. Um, and it's based on the sonnet, uh, one of the sonnets of Elizabeth Barrett Browning. And um, it's my absolute favorite sonnet. And really her life was a journey because she was an invalid and they didn't think she would ever leave her father's house. And she was in a way a captive in that home and in, until um, Robert uh, Browning and she met and he came to their home and they had a, a correspondence and they fell madly in love and he spirited her away out from an environment where she would have likely spent her life being defined as an invalid and not leaving home. And so he really was this amazing Christ character in her life. So she writes these, these sonnets of the Portuguese because he called her his little Portuguese. Mm. I believe that's, that's what they think it comes from. So she writes this way that he actually became the, the flesh and bones of real love when many years she had been in her room alone with fantasy people Imagining. living in her imaginations at, not outside of a real relationship. So he comes in and he becomes the reality, the, the flesh and bone reality of love and relationship. That, And it turns out her fantasies could never have lived up to who he was for her. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this, uh, set it to music, it's called Visions. And um, it's a journey that she went on to find his love and receive it. Mm-hmm. So let's do it together. Okay. I live 
with visions for my company instead of men and women years ago and found them gentle mates I did not seek to know a sweeter music than they played for me but soon their trailing purple was not free of this world's dust their lutes did silent grow and I myself grew faint and blind below their for playing that with me. I think that is just such a moving, incredible piece. So I'm very feel very lucky to have come across it and I'm glad you wrote it. Well honestly when you wrote back to me after you kinda of had the sheet music to look at and, and were excited about it, I was like, oh my gosh, it, it might really be something, you know? Yeah, I think it is. Like in my own mind, I think my music's awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's really helpful occasionally if <laughs> someone, someone else agrees. <laughs> Um, for for the literary among us, um, that was based on Sonnets of the Portuguese 26 by Elizabeth Barrett Browning, and it's a stunning, stunning piece That's of work. That's incredible. Yeah, so wow. Anyway, um, you know, we're also going to move into someone else's poetry, The Beatles, hmm. to end the show. Yeah. Isn't this interesting? We went to India, we, we had poetry, you know, we had folk music, and now Beatles. And this, you said that you thought this piece was really spiritual, but it's not like one of their outside tunes, you know, that you would associate I, yeah. I mean, with some... That, that's a very personal thing to say. That I, I don't know if they would have said that it was spiritual. But no, I but mean, what does in, it mean to in, you? In, in, to, well, I sort of, uh, you know, I, I think of her as the, the divine mother. And, you know, because I address, you, well, I address it to song. her when I play it. Oh, oh sorry, it's uh, And I Love Her. And I Love Her. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I yeah I, I address it to the divine mm, in, in mm. you know in my mind in my heart mm-hmm. when I'm playing. Wow. So. so, but I doubt that that was what they had in mind. I think no, they, you <laughs> wonder. Do you know anything at all about the story no, of this no, song? No, I don't. I, no, it's just a sort of a personal. You know, I love that song, and I think it's and it has a lot of uh, sort of stuff to it. Uh, that you know, there's a lot of stuff to work with it mu- musically. So it's good as an instrumental uh, compared to. I'm always looking for Beatles because I love the Beatles so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm always looking for a Beatles song that has the right stuff to work as an instrumental. 
and this one I think works okay. particularly well. So you can't tell anybody the difference between a scale and a mode, but can you tell us why the Beatles broke up? I'm serious. Why did the Beatles break up? Uh, do you know? I don't know. Money. I think that had a lot to do with it. I, but no, I think... Are we over-blaming Yoko Ono? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, you know, I wasn't there. What do I know? You know? It seemed like they were... We just read something last night um, that uh, Lennon was asking himself, uh, so we got the money and we got the fame, but what does it all mean? Mm-hmm. Like he was really plagued with the idea of what does it really mean? Yeah. So... You know, yeah, well, we've he, been there. He was a seeker, for sure, we his whole life. We scaled a mountain. Yeah, right. And they went to India, and they were really disillusioned when they were there. Only Harrison came back, and and that that had right. a lasting impression, that search for spirituality. Right, and Harrison stuck with, you know, the yoga and, the you know, sort of the whole thing for his whole life. But the others were really yeah. disillusioned by Eastern spirituality, actually. Yeah. I don't know why, though. I don't know the story it's behind interesting. that. Interesting. But, you know, I was reading that. I was thinking, what would make a group of people that was so in tune with each other and so passionate about what they did, suddenly almost toxic, you know? Yeah, right. But the, but the thing that's amazing to me, do you know who wrote this one? I mean, was this a collaboration of John and Paul? I don't know. It's bad that I don't know that, but I, but I don't remember. Nobody will care when you play it. But we go, <laughs> why did she keep talking about this stuff? All we really care about is, <laughs> is, is and I love her. Right? Yeah, right. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, would you play it for us? And then yeah. we'll think of something really smart and wonderful to say at the end. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I love it.
I really like how you restated that um, simple da 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 da, and you made something special of it. Yeah, it's kind of uh, I don't know. There's something so entrancing about that one thing. It really is, and they were yeah. kind of into a bossa thing, weren't they, when they did it? The huh. Venus, what would it? I guess I don't know da, if they da, would have da, called okay. it that. What but, would you have called? Is it? Uh, I don't know. Well, whatever. I, I what, never really thought about it. It's kind of good. What? Yeah, I'm, yeah, maybe a bossa. I, 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 I who knows. Well, whatever it was, I like how you used it, how you created it, and it became so meaningful to you and brought the beauty out of the melody. And well, but Thanks. we've heard a lot from you in this sort of spiritual journey thing, but there's much, much more we can delve into, and we will for another show soon. But there, you have a, a wide swath of music. Tell people how they can get a hold of what you're doing. Oh, well, it's on Spotify, it's on uh, Amazon, all John the usual Funkhauser. places. Yeah, JohnFunkhauser.com. Yep, you can find it at my website. Um, F-U-N-K-H-O-U-S-E-R, JohnFunkhauser.com. That's right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I've enjoyed having this time with you today. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.org where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who'll 
touch their dreams. There were bells on the hill, but I never heard them ringing. No, I never. Yeah.